two, and one. Ha! <laughs> hey, what it do, what it do, everybody? Good afternoon, early afternoon, I might add, and welcome to another exciting episode of Late for the Party on Anchor FM. I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the modern Marvel, and I'm here to get started with, I'm going to still keep doing October Ween Movie Month. We're winding down to that, but I wanted to get this little in my mind off my chest real quick because, as usual, when there's something there, I got to get it out there. And I know I've been off for a little bit because, you know, I'm trying to do more of my podcast at the house rather than doing it in the car. So either way. But before I get into that, please, as usual, like, comment, share, and subscribe because I'm actually putting all this stuff on YouTube now. And also, please like, comment, share, and support and subscribe to to the podcast. Also to the YouTube channel that I do have up right now. I'm starting to put up um, upload all the lives to the YouTube, so that would be helpful very, very greatly. Try to get to a uh, thousand subscribers for the end of the week. So, um, <laughs> like usual, um, become a first-time supporter of the podcast. With When you become a first-time supporter, no matter if you're donating between uh, $0.99, cents, $4.99, or... Uh, I said 99 cents. 999. There we go. 999. <laughs> There's a lot of nine uh 99s in there. But um if you become a supporter of the podcast, you will get a free late for the party t-shirt, like what I'm wearing right now. And then there's also the white one, and there's the black one that I'm currently wearing as we speak. So you will get a free t-shirt just becoming a supporter of the podcast. So all you have to do is just become a just donate, become a supporter, no matter what it is. So, and if you are a continuing supporter for the whole year, you will get free merch every six months for the first year. Depending on the tier that you're in, you will get free merch every six months for the first year. So, that's three items per, uh, that's three items for one solid year. That's for free. So, don't get me wrong. If you want to go on Late for the Party store on teespring.com, you can also check out all the cool merch on the Late for the Party store. So the link will be in the description once I upload everything to my social media. That's Coverboy127 on Instagram, Melodious8099 on Twitter and Tumblr, Melvin Coles8099 on Facebook, and damn, I kind of forgot the one for YouTube real quick. What was um Hmm, let me see here. Melvin Coles 80 um uh, no Mello <laughs> Mello8099 on YouTube. You are just type in late for the party. You'll see it up in there once you go on the search bar. Damn, I kind of forgot it right then and there. But that's the first time I actually uploaded it. So either way, uh, moving on because we have talked about this a lot right now. So we're moving on. So pretty much this in my mind is basically about. Um, I've been going over because the, you know, the Mandalorian, uh, season two is coming out, uh, pretty much tonight by midnight standards. So 
pretty much it's going to be coming out tonight. So, well, not, well, tonight at midnight, basically Friday morning, uh, early Friday morning and midnight. But, you know, always kind of was weird on telling time like that. But either way, <laughs> so pretty much uh, I had a discussion with a couple of people before about what do you think, like, which was the better trilogies? Was the prequels better than the new ones? Uh, so, and we're not even putting in, like, the original Star Wars trilogy. Because that, hands down, blows all the prequels and the, the, the new ones out of the water. So, but honestly, and I was saying, like, so which one is the better so which one is the better? And honestly, I'm going to say that ultimately I feel that the prequels beat the new ones down to a T. And not because the, the prequels were way better, but the prequels had its flaws just as much as the new ones did. But I think the flaws happened in the prequels way before in the beginning more than I say, than the conclusion of the trilogy, the prequel trilogy, the uh, trilogy of the prequels trilogy. So, so Revenge of the, I mean, because pretty much uh, the only thing I think is because the only reason why I feel like all of this was just on bad writing. I mean, there was just so much that they were trying to do. George Lucas obviously had a vision, and he probably went off of it the way he wanted and which is fine but i feel like the stories with the prequels were just too far in between and the reason why i say this is because when you see the phantom menace like they're just right into the situation like they just go right into the scenario you know you got koigon jen who to me is probably one of the coolest characters in star in the prequels but then you know they kill him off like immediately you don't really get much of a backstory you don't understand why Quagon is actually like expelled from the council you don't have the reason why all you meant all you hear is that you know from what Yoda said when he was talking to Obi-Wan was that you know, Qui-Gon's defiance I sense in you. So it's like, so why was he defiant? You didn't really get a full story or how he even came to be, you know. I think they were just trying to rush to the, they were just rushing to just bring Anakin into the picture. But I think, like, it could have been written very, very differently. I feel like you know, they didn't have to pull the Jesus move with Anakin because, like, they're sitting here saying that if Anakin is this strong Jedi, then, honestly, you would think in the later movies he would be showing that he was a strong Jedi. But, honestly, I didn't see that. I mean, especially when you move up to Revenge of the Sith. Re Revenge of the Sith, I mean... When you're battling, when Obi-Wan's fighting Anakin, and Anakin is supposed to be this all-powerful Jedi, but he he's, looks like between the battle between him and Obi-Wan, 
they were always on par with each other. It was evened out, you know, and that was the thing. Like, my whole thing is, like, oh, the whole metachlorians and whatnot. It was just way too much stuff that I feel that they tried to include that was just unnecessary for me. And it was just, like, I think that was the worst part about the prequels because it was, like, we're already knowing that we're getting the conclusions, but the thing that made the, but the thing that makes the the prequels even better was because if you any of you guys ever watched Star Wars Clone Wars, the the animated cartoon, they were more fillers for all the stuff that happened between Clone Wars, um, the Attack of the Clones, and revenge of the sith so my thing with that it was they explained most of the stuff that was going on between that whole war and that was cool but they never did anything like that between the phantom menace moving on to the clone wars see that would have made more sense or if they would do like a prequel movie to explain the events of the Phantom Menace, like how Qui-Gon Jinn came to be, you know, so there's a lot of things, even I had issues with Star Wars in general, when it comes down to, like, when they do their sequels, you're missing, like, a whole bunch of stuff right in between, but they always want to put all the stuff in the beginning to explain all the events that's happened in the like in the scroll of the in the scroll when they do the whole scroll thing in the movies, but it kind of changed up when the uh, when they did Rogue One, which was pretty much to me the direct prequel to uh, a New Hope. Which honestly, I actually like that, and I wish that they would have done stuff like that for like the prequels as well instead of just bringing out one through uh, the prequels of one through three they should have just had a prequel before this phantom menace then you already have the clone wars um between attack of the clones and revenge of the sith and then we get the events that happened with uh rogue one before we go right into new hope a uh, new hope which was dope, and I would like to see something like that for, um, uh, I would like to actually see something like that for, uh, I want to say, what, Empire Strikes Back, between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, and Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, you know, just to see, like, all the stuff that Luke's learned since then, like, all this, the teachings and the stuff that he had to learn, obviously, he had to go through some kind of adventures, around that time too you know that would be that would be hardcore now for the new ones uh man um man you know what before i go into the new ones i actually wanted to like you know if they would have just did the prequels and sad part is like when you're reading like the comic books and the watching the shows on um the t uh, like the cartoons and everything all that's canon with the movies so everything is all into the movies as well so i mean that's a plus and a negative because you gotta watch the cartoons in order to see it but there's actually if you watch the clone wars i can actually appreciate 
the prequels a little bit better due to the fact that the Clone Wars and uh, Rebels, they can they explain everything a lot more thorough with all the events that happens in between, like I said, between the first, well, uh, between the prequels and, um, like, just between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. They explain all of that down to the letter. So, that's actually cool. Now, for the new ones, I don't know. But it's just, I think when it comes down to when they did The Force Awakens, it's been a while. It's been a while since we actually seen the prequels and, you know, and The Force Awakens, I mean, it was cool. It was a great starter. I really thought that they were going to go with the fact that Finn was actually is like going to be like, like how you, he was going to be the lead. I mean, he's picking up a lightsaber and the cool part I liked about the fact that just Finn, the story of Finn, if they would have focused on that more in like the last two, the last two new ones, which was the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker. I mean, if you're going to kill, if you're going to kill off everybody in the, say the last Jedi, or the Rise of Skywalker. I would have just said anything. I don't know. But I feel like with we already got the per, the kid in the desert who lived on the desert farm. And then we get that with Ray. And the only difference is that she's a girl instead of a guy. But then that's fine and all, but I think it was just it was just kind of like the copy and paste, but instead of a girl, I mean, instead of a guy, you got a girl. But then also to make matters even more entertaining and sad at the same time is that we're going through like two movies of wondering who she is and who's her parents. And we find out that she's the granddaughter of Emperor Papatine, which is very odd to say the least because then you're sitting here explaining to yourself like you're explaining that she is actually she's not a skywalker so you can't just sit there taking the mantle of skywalker when your last name is papatine so ultimately if you think about it papatine wins because not only that his offspring pretty much is the last and final Jedi, well, not the last and final Jedi, but, you know, other than the fact that his name still lives on, his bloodline lives on even over all the Skywalkers. Leia's dead, Luke is dead, and it's kind of like, uh, and even um, Kylo Ren dies, and I'm just like, wow, pretty much all the Skywalkers are gone. So it's like, how are you a Skywalker when you're just going to take the name. That's bullshit. I, I call bullshit. So, um, and honestly, I feel like if you were just going to go with a new generation of Jedi and whatnot, learn from the old people. Learn from the people who've been through the program. You don't have to just kill them off. You know, like killing off Han was one thing, but then you kill off Luke, and then when you see his stoic appearance at the end of Force Awakens, and then they 
pull this whole like, oh, he doesn't want to teach anybody. He's an ornery old man in The Last Jedi. And and honestly, there were some cool points in there, but I feel like it just wasn't holding up. And I think they just kind of undermined that, so uh, undermined a lot of things. Like, I think just with the fact that me, to me, it's like when Finn, like going back to the whole Finn story. I like I liked his whole beginning. He was a former stormtrooper. Then he decides to defect, and then he work. He's working with the resistance. He's picking up the uh, the lightsaber. They could have started uh, bringing in the fact that he started to feel force sensitive in the beginning of the story. I mean, in the big in the first two movies before they. Swing it all the way to the final one, the to the rise of Skywalker. That was just a complete waste of time. And so my thing is for that, and then also he doesn't get his comeuppance fighting Kylo Ren. You fight him first, and then he damn near kills you, but you don't fight him ever again. I'm sorry, you slash my back with a lightsaber. I mean. You slash me in the spine with a lightsaber. Yeah, and I'm survive. Man, yeah, I'm coming after your ass for real. For real, for real. All right. I'm learning from the best. And all that time he was healing, he could have been uh learning from Leia while Lucas training uh Lucas training Ray. That would have been cool. There was so much that I feel that that since it also depends, like, on the director as well and where they were trying to go. And since J.J. Uh, Abrams did not do The Last Jedi, the uh, director who did Looper did The Last, uh, did the last Jedi. And then J.J. Abrams goes right back to being the director for uh, The Rise of Skywalker, which I feel like he was trying to cram everything into that movie. He was trying to cram everything that he couldn't put in The Last Jedi into that movie, which I feel was a, just a complete waste. So, I mean, there's just a lot of things, like a lot of plot holes in both prequel and new films. Like, I feel like it all comes down to the writing. Honestly, how I would have did the prequels, I would have made... Qui-Gon, I would have gave more definite, like, I would have gave more background story to Qui-Gon just to see why he was defiant, why he was off of the Jedi Council. I would have made him hit, I would have made him Anakin's dad. That would have been a plus because, like, oh, yeah, we're gonna go land on Naboo, and then, you know, I just found out that there's this Force-sensitive kid. No, we're gonna land here because the Imperial Army the not the imperial army but the 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 andro the the droid army couldn't make it that far to the outer realm that would have made more sense to me that's how i wrote that's how i wrote <laughs> like i would write it definitely so i would have made and i would have made qui-gon his dad for real and then i would have made more of a better plot for the the thing with count dooku being Qui-Gon's former uh, apprentice, and there would have been a lot more between that. Like, he was trying to, like, quite, you know, there would have been more to that. You know, think about it like that. 
if Count Dooku was trying to recruit Qui-Gon to the dark side, he says no. You know, Qui-Gon, uh, Qui-Gon had a secret because when he was doing a mission back in the day for the Jedi's, the next scene, you know, he crash lands on Naboo because his uh, ship got destroyed. The Anakin's mom pops up, heals him up. The droid army's trying to find him. Obviously, they couldn't find him because they couldn't go that far deep into the desert. That would have been cool. That would have made more sense. And then, you know, they she's healing him up. You know, they do the do. Next thing you know, he couldn't stay because he has a mission to finish up. And that would have made more sense. And the only person who knew about that would have been Count Dooku. And that's the reason why he got kicked off the council. That makes more, instead of expelling him from being a Jedi in general, he they wound up just keeping him so he could train the new Jedis who are more powerful Jedis. And his first apprentice would be Obi-Wan. That would have been, that would have been dope. I could see that more. And for, and then you could do whatever else after that. That would have been cool. That would have been a better idea to hook all that up. And then for freaking, <laughs> for uh, the new ones, I just feel like they could have focused more with the story with, Finn's story, you know, because that was a different twist, you know. I would have rather see him be a Jedi, you know, be a new Jedi. I mean, come on, a bad guy turning into a good guy? Come on. I mean, you could say that about, oh, Solo was, well, I mean, Han wasn't really a bad guy. He was just a, he was just a, a mercenary, a smuggler. He did his thing. He wasn't a bad guy or a good guy. He just went with the money. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel that we never got that, like, a bad guy turning good. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, all these things with Anakin, like, even with... You can't make Anakin more of a hero than he is. You know what I'm saying? Because eventually Anakin definitely turns into Darth Vader. But we never seen a bad guy, a, a stormtrooper at that become like stops being a stormtrooper and becomes the hero. You know what I'm saying? That would have been cool. A stormtrooper turning into a Jedi. That's, that's just awesome. And it's the fact he was black. So either way, I'm going to get off the hook on this. Cause I know I've talked about this a little too long. So either way, hopefully I wasn't, boring y'all to death but I hopefully that my silly wit and understanding about movies especially in this magnitude tickles your fancy so either way this is the in my mind segment on late for the party on anchor fm you guys please like comment share and subscribe and support the podcast check out the cool merch on teespring.com where you get all this lovely stuff right here you can't see it while i'm doing all this on anchor but it's okay but the link will be in the description once I upload everything to my social media. So either way, I am your host, Melodious, a.k.a. Coverboy, the Modern Marvel, signing off. And as always, you guys, if you're going to be late for the party, turn it up to 11. <laughs>